0: This podcast is brought to you by the UCL Institute of Orthopaedics and Musculoskeletal Science. Hello, I'm Joe Dias. I'm an orthopaedic hand surgeon working in uh, the University Hospitals of Leicester in the middle of the UK. Thank you for joining us, Professor Dias. So to start off with, what are the hot topics in hand surgery at the moment? I think there are lots of areas that we don't know, and that is why it's such a fascinating area to come into for a for a youngster, because there's just so so many areas that need to be explored and boundaries to be pushed. You know, um, if you look at if you look at wrists, for instance, um, we've got three large groups of problems. One is the fracture in the older person with osteoporotic bone, and increasingly people are tending to fix this. But we're not at the minute certain whether we're doing long-term good or long-term harm. So there is a lot of work to be done there. It's not, it is the technical sides side, very interesting because the techniques are changing and um, the uh, opportunities that you have to develop, say the biomechanics or the biomaterials or the biology of what we do is is very interesting, that is the side that we do, that is the upfront side of surgery. But making the judgment of whether to fix something or not fix something, that has not yet been fully defined. So there's lots of work to be done there and lots of controversy. The same thing is for scaphoid fractures, where you know should we fix a scaphoid fracture on day one? Does that give us good benefit? Or, or should we treat it in a cast and avoid the risks of surgery? And those are the sort of areas that we need to explore in the wrist. There's another big area within the wrist that we are pretty uncertain about, which is uh, the tone ligaments within the wrist. And what you do when there's a tone ligament between two bones of the wrist, one is called the scaphoid and the other is called the lunate. So a scapho-lunate ligament tear, which we know that if you if leave it unstable, that a young person, because usually this happens in young men, Uh, is going to wind up with arthritis probably within five, ten years. So certainly within their working lifetime, with an impact on at least half their working lifetime. So you you then need to decide what to do. At the minute, our interventions I don't think are sophisticated enough or proven enough for that disorder. So again, there's that that area of uncertainty about what is the best thing to do uh, for that group of patients. Do we just repair just the ligament at the back, or do we repair the ligament at the back and the front? Does it make a difference if we do that? And so all those questions are still out there, uh, which do need to be explored. That is as far as risk goes. If you look at another very common disorder, we, in, the, in England we do about 16,000 operations on Dupuytren's disease. Dupuytren's disease is where the finger curls up very gradually and it's a genetic predisposition, and it's thought to be linked to the Viking gene, uh, essentially Northern Northern European. Um, now, it, it causes the finger to bend, and, you know, um, Margaret Thatcher had this deuteronomy contracture, and as, as the finger bends, it gets more and more in the way, and then it's not a painful disorder, but it they, um, disables people because they've got one finger less to use, and the problem with the hand is if you look at your four fingers and you think of them as four horses um, drawing a chariot, if you, if you noble one horse, then the entire chariot works slowly. So you therefore need to correct the whole, all the four horses, to get the hand to work. And that is what Dupitrin's disease do, uh, does to people. It disables them. Now, one of the new interventions for Dupitrin's disease is collagenase which is injecting a drug to dissolve the band that is causing the finger to bend uh, and that has only just been introduced uh, within the uk and we really at the at this stage don't know whether this is going to deliver a big improvement in what we do as opposed to doing an open operation to take out the band uh, but one would argue uh, some slightly greater risks um, than if we just injected it, although that is not quite proven yet. So so that is another area of quite big controversy for a large number of patients that we do. We, we do about 16,000 uh, of these but, um, uh, each year in, in England alone. Um, the risk, for instance, risk fractures is between 70 and 90,000 of those. So that is a massive, massive volume of people that that you can help by exploring the, the, the controversies around fractures of the wrist. Nerve injuries are fascinating, and the main controversy about nerve injuries are the degree of improvement that you can get to a patient with the different ways of managing it. And I think with nerve injury, it is more a matter of education of surgeons, where lots of surgeons do not know all the alternatives, and therefore you're not entirely certain that the quality of care is as good as it could be. With tendon injury, which is the other common thing, uh, the main thing is to get the hand functioning quicker without the tendon coming apart and without having the 5% re-rupture rate. So there's, again, the, there there are slightly less uh, controversial areas, and the main focus now is on how it is on the aftercare to make sure that the aftercare is as good as it can get. With arthritis, which is a large burden as well, um, particularly at the base of the thumb, uh, we know that there are lots of new innovations. For instance, hip replacements, uh, which have been going on since the mid-60s, you know, knee replacements, which are now much more than hip replacements. So the replacements of arthritic joints have, has become commonplace in the lower limb, but is still very rare in the hand. So again, the role of implant surgery in the hand needs to be explored, extended, and I think the oncoming generations will, will will identify better ways of dealing with arthritis than just what we have at the minute, which is take the bone out that is causing the pain. So that is the main option that we have at the base of the thumb, for instance. And so because the hand is relatively small, do you think you have to be more dexterous as a surgeon to be able to do such intricate surgery? I think surgery is is a, is a an additional method of helping patients. And uh, if you're given the right tools, then you can do the operation. Some people are instinctively better at dealing with larger joints. Other people are instinctively better at dealing with a finer, intricate um, work. It is essentially the difference between managing Big Ben versus your the watch on your on your hand. Um, it is interesting in that respect that there are a lot more watches on hands than there are Big Bens. Um, now, um, yes, it is it is more in, intricate, and you need to be very much more dexterous. But you also need to understand the anatomy a great deal more than you would if you were doing. Um, operations in the larger joints this podcast is brought to you by the ucl institute of orthopedics and musculoskeletal science